0: Come to your comfortable cross-legged seat and close your eyes. Decide whether you want to rest your palms face down or face up. Do both and see how they feel this morning. And then slide your hands up your thighs until your elbows rest below your armpits. Take a moment to notice your breath. What's it up to this morning? Are you having any blockages? Is one lung or nostril working better than the other? Are there any places along the inhalation or the exhalation where your breath is catching? If so... Begin to smooth out your breathing. And with this awareness of your breath, arrive. Your body is already in the room, but continue to invite your mind into your body, noticing not just the breath but also anything that's calling your attention on a physical level are there any areas of your body where you feel uncomfortable where you feel sore maybe even pain are there any obvious incongruencies between your left and right sides maybe in your low back or hips, maybe in your shoulders, maybe even in your feet or hands. Can you notice these things without putting value, without putting judgment on what you're experiencing? And then consider maybe how you're feeling on an emotional level, how that might be connected to what's going on with your body. Notice where your thoughts are going this morning. So we're always attempting to bring them back to the present, back to the body, back to the postures, but inevitably the mind wanders. So where does it go when it wanders? And as we take note of these things early on, we can start to be more aware of how things are changing with the concentration of the practice. Consciously relax your feet, ankles, shins, calves, knees, thighs. Settle into your seat. Recognize where your body is meeting the floor or the surfaces beneath you. And then allow yourself to drain to melt to extend into those spaces as though you are growing roots as though you are physically connecting yourself with the earth and then from that support from that foundation grow tall through your spine Tilt your chin so that it's parallel to the floor to optimize the length along the back of your neck as the crown of your head grows skyward. Draw your shoulders towards your ears, lifting into your armpits, lengthening the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back. So bring an awareness, a tone at the upper back as shoulder blades draw to center. Keeping the shoulder blades on the back of the chest, allow the forearms to melt down. Now bring attention to the upper abdomen. Create a tone at the upper abdomen by knitting the front lower ribs together. So I've made this point recently of saying, pay attention to the wording. So the verb is not stapling, the verb is not welding, but knitting the low ribs together. So it's a soft action, drawing the ribs in and then subtly back, allowing the low belly to be soft still. And now in this shape, Sukhasana, allow the skin to be soft. Blur at your edges. Expand into the space around you. And now return to the breath. Now consciously growing the breath as you inhale, Fill the lungs from bottom, middle to top. As you exhale, empty the lungs from top, middle to bottom. And consider the scope of the breath or the influence of the breath moving beyond your lungs so that you begin to fill your entire body as you inhale from the base of your pelvis through the crown of your head. Attempt to keep that idea or that sense of fullness even as you exhale. And consider the interplay of internal and external as you breathe. This act of breath bringing what is outside into your body and the act of exhale letting out or expanding out what is in back out into the world around you. All of us in this room sharing the air. Begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat and listen for the sound of your breath. And again, decide what is appropriate for you at this time. Is it appropriate for your breath to be loud? Or do you, like to, do you want to keep it soft so just you can hear it, maybe your close-by close neighbor? Using the breath at this time again as this idea of returning again and again to the present. Training the mind to stay with the present, training the mind to stay in this conversation with the body for the duration of practice today. And as you focus on the breath, occasionally checking back in with your seated posture. So maybe you started to curl your fingers up. Maybe you started to hunch your shoulders towards your ears. Maybe you've started to uh, let your middle back round. So notice your tendencies. And then again, just make those subtle alignment cues, bringing your posture into this optimal alignment to create the biggest breath possible. And we'll breathe together through three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama. So wherever you're at with your breathing, exhale and empty your lungs. We'll inhale for the count of five. Slowly begin. One, two, three. Three, four, five, fill and hold, and exhale, awareness moves down from sky to earth. Five, four, three, two, one. Again, together, one, two, three, four, five, fill, hold with control, exhale, five, Four, three, two, and one. Last breath together. Inhale, one, two, three, four, and five. Exhale slowly, five, four, three, two, one. Hold yourself empty for a moment before resuming the next breath. As you do, bring your palms together in front of heart center, keeping your eyes closed as we join our voices together for the chant of Om, We're going to chant Om three times. Exhale your breath and inhale. Om. release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, so uh, first we're going to start with our uh, foot opener. So tuck your toes under, bring your knees together, and sit back on your heels. So this can be painful, so stay here as long as you can if, when you can't or uh, tolerably stay here any longer. Just flatten the feet, sit back on your heels, and you can also, if, uh, if it feels appropriate, slide a blanket between your hips and heels here. Get your strap. Um, hopefully everybody got a strap. If you didn't, go get a strap. Also, get a couple blocks if you need them. Um, bring the strap shoulder with... Uh, extend your arms forward. Hold the strap shoulder-width distance apart. Extend through your knuckles, making your arms long, and then plug your arms deeply into your shoulder sockets. And as you plug your arms in again, engage your upper abdomen. Lower ribs knit together, tailbone extends down. Maintain that as you slowly sweep the strap overhead. So again, extension through the arms and draw your shoulders away from your ears, shoulder blades down the back side of the chest. And now even more slowly begin to pull the biceps behind your ears so the arms go even further back than your head. Keeping the shoulder blades down, keeping the low ribs tucked, tailbone long. Gaze ahead, jaw soft, face soft. And then slowly start to widen your hands apart as you draw the strap down behind your back opening up the shoulders, rolling the shoulders. Inhale, lifting the strap. And exhale, possibly bring it back down, or you might hold in a particular place that feels really tight or in need of some attention, trying to breathe some release across the front of the chest, the front of the shoulders. You can also bend one elbow and straighten the opposite arm on each side uh, getting a little concentrated focus in each shoulder at a time. To really make this more difficult, so you can just walk the hands closer together again and work towards straight elbows. And then let it go. So strap moves off to the side. Point your toes and bring your knees, keep your knees together as we move into Virasna. So, hands to calves as you uh, sit back between your heels, press the flesh and muscle of your calves back and then begin to roll it outward. So, this may um, be okay. If this is painful at all in the knees, sit up on the edge of some padding maybe a blanket or a block or several blocks. And then again, get your strap. Lift into the chest. Again, keep that tone in the upper abdomen. Feel your tailbone extending downward into the surface beneath you. Take the strap in your right hand, extend your right arm along your right ear and then bend your elbow, tapping the base of your neck. Elbow towards the sky. And then left arm out to left, palm faces the back wall, and either grab two ends of the strap, or in time, maybe reach for fingertips. If the fingertips are accessible, start to reach for wrists. Okay, notice if the chin has fallen to the chest and the chest has jutted forward. Again, knit those ribs together, keep the back of your neck long. Draw the head of your left arm bone very mindfully, very gently back as though you're trying to lay your left shoulder blade flat against the back of your chest. So this is a a variation that I find I made up. At least I never heard it anywhere else before I started teaching it. But if you'd like, just very gently here, lean your left ear towards your left shoulder. And I know for me that is intense very quickly. So um, if you feel that trapezius stretch on the right side, you can hold it, try to again, breathe release into the tension. So rather than always pushing against our boundaries, really using the breath to find expansion within the pose. And then as you exhale, try to surrender into the space you've created, maybe even rocking the head gently forward and back. And then head back to center if you've tilted it, release the arms. And second side, left arm by the left ear. Lengthen along your left side as you keep both the sits bones grounded. And then bend your elbow, tap the base of your neck, right arm out to the right, palm faces back, and then... Bend the elbow, reach for fingertips or two ends of the strap. And you might find that you need the uh, strap in a different way than you did on the first side. Okay, again, become aware of the right shoulder. So the head of the arm bone, I call that where your uh, arm plugs into your shoulder. So that area is drawing gently back as you try to flatten the shoulder blade against the back of your chest. And then again, if you'd like, tilt the right ear towards the right shoulder, just very subtly if it might not, as it might not require a lot of movement to create a lot of sensation along the left side, and then maybe explore by tilting the head forward and back very slightly. Stay aware of the hips. The tendency may be for the left hip to lighten here, so try to keep the left and right hips grounded evenly. Face is soft. And then head back to center, release your arms. Come forward of your knees, placing the, any props off to the side for now. We're gonna come into a tabletop. And as you inhale, drop belly and chest down, lift tailbone up into cow pose and as you exhale round your spine chin to chest tailbone towards the floor belly button towards the ceiling in cat and explore move through these two postures with the pace of your breath so using the full inhale to reach your peak expression of cow pose using your full exhale to pull the belly button as high as you can towards the sky, creating space between the backside of each vertebra. And make any modifications to my instructions that feel appropriate for you today. Maybe moving the hips a little (laughs) bit from side to side, maybe occasionally bending the elbows, pulling the chest towards the floor. Sometimes I find that the movement of the neck can be a little extreme. So maybe taking that out of the equation, if it's becoming too distracting or too uncomfortable. And then with an inhale, return to a neutral spine, walk your knees a little bit further apart. And we're gonna do a version of twisted child's pose. Snake your right, hand between your knees, reaching back for your left calf, ankle, or heel, landing the back of the right shoulder on the floor, right side of the head on the floor, and then press your hips into the air by pushing down through your knees. And the tendency will be for the hips to shift to the left, so counter that by pulling your hips to the right as you look up under your left armpit. So this is a pretty deep twist. Consider the, uh, the shape of the posture as a cleansing shape, like you're wringing out water or dirty water, dirty soap, soapy water from a sponge. So promoting circulation in the internal organs as you exhale and as you inhale again, filling that sponge and exhale, wringing it out even more fully. Inhale, return to center, and then second side, thread the left arm between the knees, reaching for right calf ankle or heel, angling the back of the shoulder onto the floor, resting the left side of the head on the earth, and then push the knees down, lift the hips up, shift the hips to the left, You can even press your right hand into the floor to shift the right shoulder towards the left side of your mat, maybe looking up under your right armpit. And again, utilize the breath. Inhale, fill, create space even within this constricted shape. And exhale, uh, wring out that soapy sponge. Go deeper into the shape if space allows. And as you inhale, once again, return to a tabletop position, walking the knees a little closer together once more. Spread the fingers, spread the palms, root through your knuckles, and pay special attention with this squishy studio floor to try to lift weight out of your wrists. So the actions of the upper body can get difficult even in tabletop if you're really paying attention to the grounding of the hands. Begin to roll your inner elbows so that they shine forward as you draw your shoulders away from your ears. Okay, again, knit the lower front ribs together and now lengthening the tailbone towards the back side of your mat. Keep all of those actions and extend your legs back one at a time to come into plank position like the top of a push up. Once the legs are straight, make the legs strong. Kneecaps lifting towards the front of the hips, shoulders away from the ears, lower ribs knitting together, tailbone extending back. And from this shape, slowly just press the hips up and back into a Slow beginner downward facing dog. And then bend the left knee deeply, extend the right heel to the floor and switch it off. Bend the right knee, extend the left heel down. So if this transition from plank to downward facing dog placed you in a longer dog position than you're used to, that's good information. So this is about the length we want our dog to be. And then inhale, Bring both legs to stillness, keeping any amount of bend in the legs that feels appropriate. Eventually, working the heels deeper towards the floor. Press your hands down and forward, lift into your wrists, push your hips up and back. And with an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back into a three-legged dog position. Look to the front of your mat and exhale, lunge that right foot forward. So set up with a long stride. If your heel doesn't land below your knee, grab your ankle and pull the foot forward. Then allow the hips to be heavy so the right thigh is parallel to the floor. Okay, so as the hips are heavy, the left inner thigh grows lighter. Back inner thigh lifts, chest extends forward, left heel extends back. So, Maintain this stride, hips squared forward. Left palm comes to the floor, right hand presses into your right thigh as you shift your left ribs towards your right thigh to stack your shoulders. Look up and extend your right arm to the sky. Broaden across your chest. Shift weight again down into your knuckles of the left hand as you lift into your left wrist. And then if you'd like, continue to open up here. So you're going to embrace the entire sky by wrapping your left ribs towards the ceiling and your right ribs towards the floor without allowing that back hip to dip down. And then hands back to either side of the front foot. Allow the left knee to touch the floor. Exhale, send your hips back, round your spine forward, right toes towards the ceiling. And then an inhale brings the hips forward and down, right foot back to the floor as you pull your chest through and look up. And then again, move with your breath. Exhale, send the hips back, extend along the backside of the right leg. Inhale, draw the hips forward, moving into a subtle back bend as you wake up the left psoas. And if you'd like, to hold it one or the other of these postures for additional breath, feel free to do that. Again, listen to your body and move accordingly, modify accordingly. So I, I always find this is an appropriate place to say that what you're doing does not necessarily need to mirror or um, look exactly like what I'm doing or what you're doing. We're all moving from our own experience, not from the perceived, um, a perceived perfect experience. And then as you're ready, press back to downward facing dog. Okay, we'll do all that again. On the second side, inhale, lift the left leg for three-legged dog, look forward and exhale, lunge the left foot forward. Again, making sure to establish that long stride. Lifting up onto fingertips or bald fists, melting the hips down and forward. Allow the hips to remain heavy as you lift through your right inner upper thigh. Back leg straight and strong, heel extending back as chest and chin reach forward. Okay, establish your stride, maintain your stride as you bring your right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Palm pressing into thigh. Shift your right ribs towards the left. Stack your shoulders. Look up. Once the shoulders are stacked, left arm to the sky. Again, try to lift into that right wrist as difficult as it may be. And if you'd like, begin to open up and brace the entire sky without shifting hips to the left, without dipping the right hip down. Wrap the right ribs to the sky, left ribs towards the floor. Open your heart to the sky and then look down, release down, right knee to the floor, and with an exhale, hips are sent back, left toes to the sky, round your spine just like cat pose. Inhale, hips melt down and forward, open the chest, curl the upper back like cow pose, and continue again to move with your breath. Move from the inside out so that Um, what you are expressing is not some ideal of what you think these poses need to look like, but what you're expressing is your experience on the mat today. Press back to downward-facing dog. Okay, time for our push-ups. I'm not big on uh, sun salutation vinyasa, but I do like to get into these push-ups. So inhale, come forward to a plank position. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees if your hips are sagging. Inhale, push-up. Exhale, back to downward-facing dog for a brief rest. One. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower, keeping the back of your neck long. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips bring you back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, keep breathing. Exhale, back. Inhale, forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale as you press exhale hips lead you back for added challenge ground through your index finger knuckle throughout as you inhale
1: as you exhale
0: as you press back to plank exhale back to dog pose press the hands down and forward release the weight of the head send your hips up and back release your heels any deeper to the floor look to the top of your mat And slowly walk your feet forward, extending your heels down to the earth with each step. Okay. When you arrive, make sure your feet are hip-width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes. Try to see the mat between each and every one of your toes before placing them back down. And then bend your knees deeply until you can rest your torso on your thighs. So it may be very deeply, it may not be very deeply at all, depending on the length or the openness along the backs of your legs. And then allow your upper body to hang forward. So hang, release, let go of the upper body. Allow gravity to draw you forward. Grab hold of forearms or biceps and do whatever subtle actions here might help you to let go even further. Maybe you need to nod the head. Yes, shake the head no. Maybe it feels good to sway the hips side to side. Maybe it feels good to walk the rib cage down the thighs making more space in the low back and in the abdomen. And again, come back to this moment. Notice your breath. Notice the effects of the posture. So we're not just sending our body to yoga class while we go do our taxes or something. Keep your mind... (laughs) Everybody's thinking about taxes today, aren't they? (laughs) I know I am. Let your mind explore your body. And then bring your fingertips back to the floor. So add to the uh, length in the spine that you just generated by now extending the crown of your head actively towards the floor as you slowly begin to lengthen along the backs of your legs, lifting your outer hips towards the sky, lifting your kneecaps towards the front of your hips, lifting the front of your hips away from the floor. And again, come back to this action, not again today, but again (laughs) throughout the history of your experience with my class, trying to create this action of pressing the upper inner thighs back and then widening them apart. So I was commenting in my class yesterday, how this is not an action that makes sense the first time you do yoga. Because chances are you don't talk to your inner upper thighs very often in daily life. So keep attempting to make that connection between your mind and body if you have not yet. And have a little uh, trust that if it's not happening today, if you continue to send that message, Someday that message will be received. And the thighs will move back and apart and you'll feel this broadening of the pelvis. Okay, from here, keep the legs as they are, bring your palms to your shins, straighten your arms as you extend your heart forward. Breathe here for a beat and try to create cow posture in the upper back. So shoulders away from the ears, Shoulder blades together on the back as though you're gonna create a crease at the back of your heart. And then exhale, fold forward. Head releases, fingertips back to the floor. With the breath, inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine long, and exhale, fold. Inhale, rise all the way up to standing, arms overhead. And then exhale, bring palms to heart center and arms at your sides. Okay, we're gonna move right into uh, feet together. So base of the big toes and inner heels, touch again, spread your toes. So even with this narrower base, feet being together, try to broaden your feet, more space to balance. Okay, sweep the arms overhead, and today interlace your fingers. Cross your thumbs, index fingers to the sky. As you extend through your arms, pull your shoulders once again away from your ears. Keep your chest and hips squared forward, heels grounded strongly. And as you exhale, slowly begin to lean to the right. So very gradually moving into your lateral bend. As the upper body reaches towards the right, try to allow the hips to release left. If you at any point notice that your chest is turning towards the floor, then just very subtly pull the right shoulder forward, tilt the left hip forward, breathe along your left side, use your right arm to pull your left side body long as you root through your heel. And then inhale back to center. Let's switch the interlace of the fingers, bringing the opposite thumb in front. Grow tall out of your waistline. Root strongly through your heels as you begin to exhale. Slowly, gradually move the upper body to the left. Hips, again, think about instead of pushing them to the right, release the hips to the right. Create more length of the muscles around and across the front of your right hip. Down the outside of your leg, between your ribs, along your shoulder. Use your left arm to gently, subtly pull your right side body longer. All the while breathing, and inhale back to center. Release the arms at your sides, shake them out, and then interlace your fingers at your back. Wrap your elbows towards the back wall, and then... Pull them in towards one another. Feel those actions secure your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Lengthen your tailbone down as you tilt your gaze up. So for this one, keep the back of your neck long as though your head is being supported in somebody's hand. And then slowly as you exhale, begin to straighten your arms. Reach your knuckles towards the floor. Even roll your inner elbows out to the sides of the room pushing your shoulder blades towards the sky, lifting your heart even higher. And then you might begin to look along the the ceiling towards the back wall. again, keeping the back of the neck long for this particular back bend. Keep shifting weight towards your heels as you lift your kneecaps up. Ease your hips forward as you lean your gaze back and then chest lifts you back up, release your hands, roll your shoulders forward, bring your head up last, and then shake it out. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead as you look up. Exhale, with grace, fold forward, bending the knees as you bring the fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest forward, and exhale, fold forward. Inhale, rise on a long breath. Arms overhead. And exhale, palms together in front of heart center. Inhale, rise up. Palms touching, interlace your fingers once more. Cross your thumbs, index fingers to the sky. Reach through your fingertips, lengthen through your arms, and plug your arms into your shoulder sockets. Tilt your chin to the sky. Okay. Look up. Lift through your heart, and then begin to pull your biceps back behind your ears, pointing your index fingers towards the back wall. Lift into your heart, look along the ceiling, and if it feels okay for your neck, you can release the weight of your head back here. Look back, reach back, continuing to lift into your heart, perhaps begin to curl back, bringing a back bend to the upper back, and possibly walking the back, then down your spine, into your middle back, and even into your lower back as you continue to shift weight towards your heels. Lift the kneecaps up, look back, reach back, curl back, and then chest lifts you once more, arms forward, head up last, and exhale slowly. Fold forward bending the knees as the fingertips touch down the floor in front of you and then just bend the knees one at a time as you fold forward bringing relief to the lower back as that might have been intense or uh, created a sense of compression in the low back so we're always watching out for the low back as we do our back bends as the upper back tends to be less mobile less flexible And the low back often takes on the brunt of the back bending work. So we're giving it some relief here. And then bring the legs to stillness. Fold forward, exhale. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise up on a long breath, arms overhead. And exhale, palms together in front of heart center. Inhale, rise up. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. And exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels, sit down into your imaginary chair, setting up for our awkward chair flow. So, fingertips on the floor, behind your heels, weight in the fingertips, weight in the heels, ankles and knees, draw together and round your spine. Pull your chin to your chest, forehead towards or to your knees as you lift your belly button towards the ceiling, drawing your waistline away from your thighs. Keep your hips low as you look forward. Arms extend forward like you're holding a box. Keep your hips low as you now peel your chin and chest away from the floor, sweeping your biceps back towards or even behind your ears. Look up, curl your upper back to the sky, tuck your tailbone towards the floor, Sit weight down into your heels, ankles and knees together, soften your face. Five, four, three, two, on one, fold forward, fingertips to the floor, head releases, hips high. Exhale here, inhale, palms come to shins, extend your chin and chest forward. Exhale, fold, inhale, arms sweep up, rising to stand. Exhale, hands at heart center. Again, a little more quickly. Inhale, sweep up and exhale as you fold. Inhale, rise, halfway lift. And exhale, sit into your imaginary chair. Weight in the heels and the fingertips to begin as you establish that deeply rounded spine, deep seat. Arms forward, gaze forward, waistline back. Heel chin and chest away from the floor. Stay deeply rooted in your seat. Rooted in the heels. Waistline back, heart up, hold. Five, four, three, two, one. Fold, hips high, head low. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to your shins. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise on a long breath, sweeping the arms overhead. And exhale, palms to heart center. Inhale, rise, arms overhead. Exhale, eagle arms, right arm underneath your left. Wrap your forearms, bring palms together. Okay, it feels pretty good at this point. We've already worked on the shoulders, but often rolling the shoulders back rather than forward. So for today, pull your elbows down. Lift your chest up. Find a point to focus your gaze as you now sit down into your bar stool, so not as deep a seat as the last posture. Lift your right leg up, high over your left, and then attempt in time to wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. So we're opening up the joints here. Sit the hips low, pull the elbows down, lift your chest up, draw your upper body back, Stable gaze, soft face, relaxed jaw hold. Five, four, three, two, one. Unwind, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, left arm beneath your right. The higher you cross your arms above the elbows, the more fully you'll be able to bring your palms together. If palms aren't coming together, you can always grab shoulders. Elbows draw down either way. Chest continues to lift. Hips sink into your bar stool, right foot grounds. left leg lifts. Either point the toes back or wrap the foot behind the ankle. If the foot is wrapped, shift the knees to the left, eventually lining up wrists, elbows, knees, and ankles at the middle line of your posture, bringing stability to that middle line by wrapping the arms and legs tightly, opening up the joints. Elbows down, chest lifts, upper body back, back. hips sink low, five four, three, two, one, unwrap, unwind, sweep up, reach up, and exhale, fold gracefully forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shins. Exhale as you fold, inhale as you rise, and exhale, palms come together at heart center. Take a moment here with feet together to close your eyes thumbs against the sternum, feeling the beat of your heart. Return to your breath, smooth it out, slow it down. Build your inhale from bottom to top. Release your exhale from top to bottom. Return to the present. Check in, notice what's changed, what's shifted from that first check-in. Arms release to your sides, eyes open, turn to face the green wall. Do a few postures facing this direction. So um, we're going to do goddess pose, wide-legged forward fold, and then we'll do our uh, exploration of side-angle pose Including the bind. Okay, so we'll start with goddess pose. Step your feet about three and a half feet apart. Turn your toes out to the sides at about a 45 degree angle. So the direction of the toes informs the direction that the knees are going to bend. So you don't want your knees bending out, bending in to center as your toes point out. Your, toe, your knees are gonna bend directly over your toes. Bring your hands to your hips, and then create your superhero stance. The shoulders roll back, chest lifts up, and again, engage your abdomen by lengthening your tailbone towards the floor. Okay, keep the spine long, and now imagine the tailbone is taking the elevator ride straight down to the floor, straight down to the height, of your knees as the knees bend in the direction of your toes. So you may need to adjust your stance so that the heels end up below the knees. Okay, widen through your inner thighs. krisha really work it. Widening through your inner thighs, contracting through your outer hips. Tuck your tailbone forward even. Take your arms up like goal posts. Pull your elbows into your armpits, again engaging your shoulders on the back of your chest. Weight in the heels, hips sink down, chest lifts up, waistline back, face is soft. Again, hold. Think about this extension through the inner thighs, the contraction through the outer hips, the engagement of the upper abdomen all working together and then straighten the legs, release the arms, heel toe your feet back together. So I'm going to uh, ask you to recall the way that you extended through the inner thighs as we, soon, as we soon come to our side angle pose, but we're gonna give our inner thighs a break with um, maybe not too much of a break, <laughs> but we're gonna uh, take a wide legged forwards fold. So once again, take your feet wide apart, And we're actually gonna do this a little differently than we typically do in here. So step your feet wide apart, making sure the edges of your feet are parallel to the short ends of your mat, and then hands on the hips. Again, shoulders roll back, chest lifts up. This time gaze tilts towards the ceiling. Lift into your kneecaps, lengthen your tailbone down, And just as we did earlier, interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows towards the back wall and then draw your elbows in towards one another to wrap your shoulders on your back. Now begin to extend your arms straight, sending your heart skyward, rolling your shoulders back. And with an exhale, now hinge at your hips until your chest is parallel to the floor knuckles reach back and draw away from the hips as shoulders roll onto the back extend your chest forward and then slowly begin to fold forward as you roll weight forward in your feet so you may be able to bring your head to the floor if you've been practicing this a lot over time opening up the back sides of your legs lengthening your spine or if you'd like to release the bind momentarily and you can bring a block underneath your head to ground it. So block is optional today. Lift your kneecaps up, roll weight forward in your feet and again, attempt or create that connection between your mind and your upper inner thighs. Upper inner thighs press back and spread apart here really getting that sense of broadening across the backside of your pelvis. So the thighs back and apart is really what the thighs are doing in cow pose. So the tailbone is kind of tilting up here. And then as you're ready, slowly lift the chest. You can release the hands if you have not already. Hands to hips and heel toe your feet back together. Okay, so now we're going to do a side angle. We're going to do a modified side angle, and then we'll do a bound side angle. So take a block towards the right side of your mat. You may or may not find it to be helpful when we get down into the posture. Feet together, hands in front of the heart, and as you exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. So with your arms extended, generally you want your wrists below your your ankles below your wrist, which is hard to tell from the vantage point of your own face, but I can give you guys some pointers. So tell me, Heather, Heather, go a little wider with your feet, and then um, Greg, you could also go a couple inches wider. Good, turn your right toes out, and then bring your hands to your hips for now. Okay, so just like the previous two postures, superhero chest, roll your shoulders back, Waistline in and back, tailbone down. So keep your hips and chest squared towards my wall. And then again, the toes are informing where the knee is going to bend. So look at your right knee and begin to bend your knee in the same direction as your toes. So when your knee bends to a 90 degree angle, knee over heel, make sure you can still see that big toe at the inseam of your knee extension through the inner thigh, contraction through the outer hip, just like both legs in goddess pose. Left thigh presses or firms towards the wall behind you. Everybody looks excellent. Sweep your arms to the of your shoulders. With an exhale, bring the right hand to the block or to the floor at the outside of your ankle. And then proceed to stack your shoulders by spinning your bottom ribs towards my wall and your top ribs towards the wall behind you. Right, beautiful pose. Mary, really nice, fantastic. Go a little bit deeper, Krisha, Amanda, good. And then gauge the height of the block. So if your shoulders are easily stacked, maybe bring the block to a lower setting or even fingertips to the floor. Gaze to the sky, extend through the crown of your head, round through the outside edge of your left foot, beautiful. Press through your left foot, pull up through your left arm, straighten your right leg, hands to hips, right toes forward, left toes turn out, bring that uh, block to the outside of your left ankle. Okay. Again, with the toes oriented to the left, lift your chest. So one thing that happens is the back hip tends to creep up, shrinking this back side. So keep the hip down, both sides of the body long. Look at your left knee and begin to bend the left knee to a square. Extending through the inner thigh, contracting through the outer hip. Again, keeping that engagement of your upper abdomen, tailbone to the floor. Good, really nice Nicole. Jason, sweep your arms up. Exhale and left hand to the block or floor. As you stack your shoulders, draw your bottom ribs forward, spin your top ribs back. Even create some resistance between your arm and leg. So widen your left leg into your right arm. And as you widen the knee, extend through the inner thigh, tuck the tailbone to the front of your pelvis, and press your right thigh firmly towards the wall behind you. Ground through the outside edge of your right foot, extend through the crown of your head, beautiful. Soften your jaw. Ground through your right foot, pull up through your right arm, return to center. Left toes forward, hands together, exhale, and hop or step your feet back together. Okay, so I'm gonna demonstrate this one facing away from you guys so you can see the bind here. Okay, so our variation that we're gonna take on side angle today is going to be a bind. So I'm going to move just as we moved into the first version of the pose. Actually, a little different. I'm going to bring the block to the inside of my foot. Come down. Lift up. And then first, first stop towards this uh, bind will be to take the hands to the outside of the hip. So I'm going to turn my hand to face back. Place the back of my hand at the outside of my right hip roll my shoulder back, so head of the arm bone moves back, trying to flatten my shoulder blade against the back of my chest. So that'd be step one, step two might be, I need to unbend to get the bind, but uh, step two might be to grab the thigh, and again, roll the shoulder back. Step three might be to snake the bottom arm underneath the thigh, grab the hands or use a strap, and then roll both arm bones back, turn the chest to the sky as I continue to tuck my tailbone forward and widen through my front knee. Okay, so that's challenging, let's try it. Uh, Maybe have your strap handy if you'd like to use, use it to extend your arms for the bind. Okay, I'll talk you through it. Feet together, hands together, Exhale, hop or step, your feet wide apart. Take that same wide stance. Hands to hips, right toes out. Situate your block now at the inside of your foot. Okay, superhero chest. Lengthen your spine. Chris, uh, Krisha, check, check out your left hip. It's way up. Yeah, so do this. Good, good. Tailbone down. This way, this way. Good, good. Yeah, there you are. Look at your front knee and begin to bend it in the direction of your toes, sweep your arms up, exhale, hand to block, shoulders stack, left palm faces the back wall, bend your elbow, try to land the back of your hand at the outside of your right hip. Roll your left shoulder back, maybe take hold of that thigh, or maybe snake the right arm underneath your thigh, grab your fingertips. And now again, heads of the arm bones back, bottom ribs towards the ceiling, top ribs towards the floor, bend deeply into your front knee, tailbone tucks forward, beautiful. Really nice, everyone. Top shoulder back, gaze up, bend deeply into the front thigh, hand to the block, top arm to the sky, slowly rise back up, fantastic. Right toes forward, Left toes out, block to the inside of the foot. Hands to the hips, establish a long spine, engagement of the abdomen. Look at the left knee as you bend the left knee deeply. Arms sweep to the height of your shoulders. Exhale, hand to block, right arm to the sky. Stack your shoulders, turn your right palm to the back wall, bend your elbow, plant your hand at the outside of your hip or take that bind or snake your left arm underneath your thigh. Grab hands, grab strap, widen your left knee and your left shoulder into your left knee as you roll your right ribs towards the back wall. Beautiful, good. Gaze goes up, heart goes up. A little difference on the second side I notice. Bottom shoulder forward, top shoulder back, Yvonne, beautiful, tuck the tailbone forward, and then release the bind. Ground through your right foot. Pull up through your right arm. Right, Left toes forward, hands together. Exhale and carefully. Avoid props as you bring your feet back together. Okay, I'll meet you back in downward facing dog. Okay, excellent job, everyone. <clears throat> So notice your hips here. If you'd like, walk your dog. Release the weight of your head. Ground through your knuckles. Widen your inner upper thighs back and apart. So same instruction I gave for the forward fold, same instruction I gave for the wide-legged forward fold. And with an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. Look forward, lunge forward. Same long stride as earlier in the practice. Melt your left knee to the earth. With the back knee and right foot on the floor, scissor your legs together to tone them and square the hips. Keep the toning of the legs as you bring your hands to your front thigh. Press your palms into your thigh. Lift your chest. Pull the shoulders away from your ears. Draw your waistline back and lengthen your tailbone down. Maintain all of that as you slowly let the hips melt forward. Okay, as the hips draw forward, don't leave that left hip behind, but continue to isometrically draw the left knee towards the top of your mat, left outer hip rounds forward. Either choose to stay here or arms by your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, interlace the fingers. As your arms grow, Pull your shoulders away from your ears. Tilt your chin towards the ceiling. And we're going to take that upper back back bend. So arms go back, biceps behind the ears. If it feels okay on the neck, release the head back. Lift the heart up as the hips continue to melt. Look back, point back, curl back. Breathe. And then chest forward, arms forward, head up, last hand side to side your front foot. And press back, downward facing dog, second side, inhale, left leg lifts, look forward, exhale, left foot lunges. Again, establish your stride before right knee touches down, scissor your legs, square your hips, hands to front thigh, elbows straight, chest lifted. Waistline back, tailbone long as your chest lifts high. Extend through your knees, melts your hips. Don't leave the right hip behind. Right outer hip wraps forward as you continue to isometrically draw the back knee forward. Arms at your sides. Inhale, arms overhead. If you can figure it out, bring the opposite interlace to your fingers as you tilt your chin up. Shoulders away from the ears. Gaze up, gaze back, arms back. Chest lifts as hips melt. Look up, look back, curl back. Maybe head completely releases if that feels okay for the neck. Hold, deepen, breathe, relax your face. Release your jaw. And then chest forward, arms forward, heads up last. Hands to the earth. And press back, downward facing dog. Okay. Hands press down and forward, hips lift up and back. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, lower down, push up. Inhale, press, possibly coming to your knees. Exhale, hips up and back, either down dog or child's pose. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips move you back. Two more, inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Last one, best one. Ground through those index finger knuckles. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Hips move up and back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower all the way down onto your belly. Chin on the floor arms at your sides. Going to do a couple of more back bends. Extend back through your legs, chin on the floor and let's go straight into um, a bow pose. So bend your knees and we'll do two versions of bow pose. The first grabbing the the ankles so grab your ankles try to grab both ankles If you can only reach one at a time just remember which one you grab this time and you'll get the second ankle on our second back bend okay feet are flexed soles of the feet open to the sky roll your shoulders back as you as you begin to kick your ankles into your hands beautiful tone your inner knees and inner ankles a little closer together Use the pressure of your hands into your feet to roll weight towards your thighs, lifting your heart, your chest, your ribs higher. Kick up, look up, engage, lift to your highest height, and then let it go. Exhale, release, excellent everyone. Shoulders roll forward, left cheek to the floor. Take a soft gaze at the right edge of your own mat. Big toes can come to touch, heels widen apart. Release, relax, return. And next one, last one. So uh, I've noticed that these two versions of um, bow pose The first version, you'll rock weight back towards your thighs. In this version, weight will rock onto your belly, and your thighs will be able to lift higher. So bend your knees, grab the outside edges of your feet, and before coming up this time, make sure to have this idea of keeping the knees and ankles hip-width distance apart. So that's a difficult part of the pose, as the knees will want to splay apart, but that will bring un wanted compression to the low spine okay so begin to kick your feet into your hands as you rise really push or kick your feet into your hands and allow that to fuel the posture allow that to make the arms taut like the strings of your bow allow the shoulders to release onto the back of the chest as you Rock towards your belly, thighs lifting higher. Beautiful, head lifts, gaze lifts. Imagine you can see your toes coming up over the crown of your head. You beautiful, exhale and release. Krisha, really nice pose. Right cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft, shoulders roll forward, arms relaxed at your sides, big toes come to touch, heels widen apart. Again, return to the breath. Release, relax. Make those seamless transitions between engagement and release. And now find your way back to down dog. Press the hips up and back. And with an inhale, lift the right leg for Three-Legged Dog. Pull your heel into your hip, and then begin to stack your right hip on top of your left hip. So as your right thigh presses towards the left wall, pull your tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Look under your right armpit if that feels appropriate, open up across the front of your pelvis. Look forward and lunge the right shin forward, setting up for pigeon posture. Likely, this will require or um, be benefited by props. So I'm going to give you some instructions they are just going to make the pose harder. If you don't want to listen to all these instructions, then uh, do the posture how you're comfortable. But. The alignment of the posture eventually asks for the right shin to be parallel to the top of your mat. Right knee is wider than the right hip. And so when you bring the uh, ankle forward to get that parallel position, weight is going to want to dump onto your right hip. But you don't want your right hip to be lower than your left hip. So maybe prop the right hip, or maybe it would be appropriate to prop the left hip. Okay. Scissor your legs together. Find a uh, tone and lift into your pelvic floor as you lift your chest to the sky. So lengthen your torso. And then if this feels appropriate to stay up, stay up. If it feels appropriate, we get to walk your arms forward, maybe coming down to rest on forearms. Maybe if your head really starts to... Um, Gain space, gain flexibility, then your arms can extend straight ahead. Okay, again, try to make the right and left hip at even height, so don't allow the right hip to rest on the mat. So you wanna keep consciously shifting weight to the left side, to the left hip. Maybe find a place to rest your head, maybe bald fist, maybe a blanket and block, or Whatever is comfortable here to let the upper body kind of relax as you focus in on the hips. And find balance here. Find that place where the posture is not so overwhelmingly difficult that you are internally cursing or um, your mind, I I like to think of it as your mind fleeing your body out of self-defense. So, if that's the case, then back off. The benefit from the posture is going to be the best, the biggest, when you are with your body. So again, this idea of uh, staying tuned for the practice rather than checking out as your body goes through the motions. And always you have the breath to lead you back to the body, back to the present. Really consider here how the breath can change your experience of the posture from an inhale to an exhale, from one breath to the next. And then maybe something that you could tolerate a moment ago becomes intolerable, or maybe you get more comfortable. As necessary, begin to make subtle changes that reflect the experience you are actually having rather than the experience you think you need to be having. And a couple more conscious, slow, deep breaths in this posture on this side. Again, considering this interplay of the inhale, drawing the outside world in, the exhale, extending the internal back out into the world. We're all circulating this breath between us, in the room, in the town, in the world. Hands walk you back, come back, down dog. Walk your dog. Bring some relief to that right hip. Bring some circulation down the right leg before bringing your dog back to stillness and setting up for the second side. Inhale, left leg lifts. Heel pulls to the hip. Hips stack. right Left thigh towards the right wall. Tailbone towards the front of the pelvis. Continue to lift your right armpit as you look up, possibly underneath your left armpit. Open up, reach through your knee, push through your hands, look to your hands, and lunge your left shin forward. Again, setting up. In any version of a pigeon pose, this hip stretch that's appropriate for you, over time, experimenting with the shin parallel to the top of your mat. knee wider than your hip, propping the hips to keep the left hip as high as the right. Walk your hands towards your hips, Curl your chest to the sky, lengthen your spine, and then, if appropriate, begin to walk the length of your spine forward, maybe resting on forearms, finding the head somewhere to release, something to release onto. And always the benefit of uh, the first side informing the second side, or shedding light onto the second side giving us something to think about. So, is this the same? First of all, is the area of the pose, the the affected area, the epicenter of of sensation, does it mirror the first side, or is it slightly shifted? Is the intensity of of the sensation equal to the first side we can often identify easily the root of um, incongruency in our shoulders or in the strength of our arms just always uh, recognizing that we are dominant on one side but it might be more it might come as more of a surprise when it comes to the hips And it might be, I I know for myself, it's even more prominent in my hips than it is in my shoulders in a lot of stretches. So if that makes you curious, something you can consider as you move through your day, notice how you sit in the chair, notice how you cross your legs, notice how you walk. Not all of those things, Your own personal tendencies are going to build up and they're going to store different things in your body. Maybe store some unwanted tension, unwanted tightness. This is the time to identify, time to release. Again, a few more breaths here. With your last exhale, really release the weight of your head, your heart, your hips as much as possible before sending your hips up and back for our final downward facing dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back, head releases. Maybe walk your dog and then melt your knees to the floor. Swing your legs forward and lie on your back. Knees bent, feet as wide as your mat, arms can extend out to either side of the room. Relax, release the weight of your arms. Shoulders are heavy, chest is open, belly is soft. Exhale, knees release to the right. Inhale, knees draw through center, exhale, knees release to the left and just sway the legs with the breath, slowing down, minimal, minimal effort here. If you'd like to hold the legs released on one side, feel free to do so again Listen to your body. And at this time, as we move towards our legs up the wall posture, maybe taking any variations or taking any subtle postures that feel good or feel appropriate for your shoulders, for your low back, for anything that might be calling your attention right now. One more visit with the knees to the left and then as knees draw to center, begin to pull them in towards your chest. So we're gonna do two versions of this knees into your chest. First one, we're gonna flatten the spine against the floor. So lengthen through the back of your neck as you take hold of fingertips, take hold of wrists, take hold of forearms or even elbows if you can reach them, wrapping your arms around the fronts of your shins and then Feet are relaxed side by side as you pull your thighs into your belly, trying to flatten every vertebra along the floor. So extend through your tailbone, lengthen along your neck. Pull the heads of your arm bones to the floor to squeeze your legs in tight. So disclaimer here, this is called uh, wind-removing pose. So, So be it. Okay. So release your legs once more, and then draw your knees into your chest again, this time rounding your spine. Tuck your chin to your chest, pull your tailbone towards your heels, and then with this rounded spine, rock forward and back, using this nice squishy floor to give you a little back massage. And then rock your way back to seated, and we will set up for our legs up the wall. So really nice to have a blanket here. Um, You can even stack a couple of blankets here. So I just like to bring a blanket uh, at the wall, folded like so, and then hips off to one side of the blanket. As you lie back, you can kind of hoist your hips up onto the blanket. So the shoulders are on the floor, hips are on the blankets, feet are about hip-width distance, and then arms are at your sides, palms turn to face up as your shoulders tuck gently onto your back. So we'll have about seven minutes here. So I don't mind if you use the mirrored wall. Uh, It's up to you. So just bring your, your your blanket flush to the wall. And then find a way to swing your hip, your legs up the wall so that your hips are rest on a little height. Your shoulders are on the floor. And again, take the time to tuck your shoulder blades gently on your back. Again, promoting the openness of your heart, promoting the um, radiance of your inner light. Eyes. Closed at this time. And you can use your breath to bring you back to the present. Take some moments to scan your body. Noticing any regions of possible discomfort. Noticing any places where you may perpetually be holding tension. So even when you come to a position of relaxation, you might be flexing the thighs, tightening the abdomen, curling the fingers, tensing your face, Notice and surrender. I've been thinking a lot lately how so much of the way that we look is expression, is um, the way that we hold ourselves. So at this time, can you begin to erase? erase the expression from your face and from your body so that you truly become a passive a passive observer in this physical vessel And in becoming a passive observer, can you see the breath without changing it? This it just gives you an idea of how difficult this concept is of removing, removing or uh, taking a step back. cultivating this ability for detachment... Perhaps this idea of detachment from our bodies will help us to experience a grander attachment to each other and the world around us, the universe around us. Not detachment out of a sense of... um, loneliness or isolation but a detachment leading us to a deeper connection. Begin to bring awareness back to this body. Maybe moving fingers and toes, and then working up your extremities. Turning your feet from side to side, rocking your arms and head from side to side. Before sliding your heels down the wall, bending your knees, extending your right arm, and maybe rolling onto your right side moving into a fetal posture, a transitional posture from the practice back into the rest of your day. Reflecting for a moment on your efforts, always the challenge of getting to class. So first triumph and then throughout the class, the triumph of staying present. Body in the room, mind with the body. So show yourself gratitude for all of your effort. Surround your practice with this attitude of gratitude, and hopefully that will make it desirable, appealing, even um, fun to return to next time. So keep your eyes closed and find your way back to the seated position, facing the middle of the room, and seek to find is appropriate for the time being just be here a moment, and as you're ready, bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of Exhale, and inhale. Aum. this morning and many of you many other mornings um, I really appreciate this time that I am allowed to spend with you guys in this room sharing the yoga practice Namaste. Namaste Namaste